0: Holy Saturday. And now we wait. And now we wait in stunned silence as the events of the past two days begin to sink in. Little did we know what was about to unfold on that night when we shared a last supper with him. Our beloved master and friend betrayed by one of us. It was a strange evening, perhaps even a strange week. We had entered Jerusalem alongside Jesus as he rode into the city on a donkey, acclaimed by the crowds as Messiah. They had seen the signs and wonders Jesus had performed, especially his raising of Lazarus from the dead, which was extraordinary. They all came out to see him, to bask in the reflected glory of this man who raised the dead to life. For once, Jesus was center stage. No longer did he ask people to be discreet as he had done before when he healed them. Something had changed. During supper, Jesus got up from his place, tied a towel around his waist and began to wash our feet. You can't do that, Peter protested. You are our teacher and our Lord. It's not right. But Jesus continued until all of us had had our feet washed by him. He told us that we should wash each other's feet as a servant does. Then he said something which frightened us. One of you will betray me. Us? We wouldn't do that to him, would we? Eating our supper together, Jesus took some of the bread and after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to us, saying that it was his body. He took the cup of wine, gave thanks and gave it to us, saying it was his blood, a covenant poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Judas suddenly got up from table and went out. Jesus told the rest of us that he was giving us a new commandment love one another as I have loved you. We didn't understand what he meant when he said that people would recognize us as his disciples if we did that. Peter was getting rattled by now as it was clear that Jesus was about to leave us. Where are you going? he asked and Jesus said something to Peter that will come back to haunt him before the cock crows you will betray me three times We were getting seriously worried by now, so Jesus took the time to comfort us. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, so that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going said to him Lord we don't know where you're going so how can we know the way Jesus answered I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me if you really know me you will know my father as well from now on you do know him and have seen him apparently all we had to do was obey his commands what well, easier said than done he was going to send us a helper who would stay with us and teach us and remind us of everything Jesus had said. It's all a bit confusing at this point, but Jesus prayed for us before we went out. We walked to our favourite olive grove and Jesus stepped aside for a while, as he often did, to pray. Keep watch with me, he asked. We did try. We were too tired. It was late and we fell asleep. I think he was upset that we couldn't stay awake as he came back three times and we were asleep each time. And then the horror started. It was the thing of nightmares. The still of the night was shattered by the sound of a large crowd arriving armed with swords and clubs and Judas at the front and he led them to us. He walked across and kissed Jesus in greeting but it was a trap. From the crowd, men stepped forward and grabbed hold of Jesus to arrest him. We fought to get him free, but he told us to stop. He wasn't right, arresting him under the cover of darkness. But there were too many of them, so we ran away as they led him off. It got worse when they they took Jesus to the high priest, who, along with the teachers of the law and the Sanhedrin, the Jewish tribunal, started to question him. It was all so wrong. The trial was completely illegal. It broke the laws of Israel as well as the laws of Rome. It was illegal to conduct a trial at night. It was against the law to conduct a summary trial without any warning. There was no opportunity granted for appeal, no delay between the arrest and trial, between the trial and verdict, between the verdict and sentencing, and between the sentencing and execution. Within less than a 24-hour period, Jesus was arrested, tried, condemned, sentenced to death, And executed. It was wrong. While Jesus was being questioned, Peter managed to get into the courtyard to wait to see what would happen. For Peter, things would go badly wrong. In a short space of time, he was asked three times if he knew Jesus was one of his followers and they guessed that because of his Galilean accent. No, 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 said Peter. No idea what you're talking about. And then the cock crowed. Peter was devastated when he heard the cock crowing. It was just as Jesus had said. Peter had denied Jesus three times and he broke down in tears. The horror continued as Pilate came out and asked the crowd if they wanted him to release Jesus or an insurrectionist called Barabbas. The same people who had greeted Jesus as he rode in Jerusalem just days ago turned on him. He wasn't the Messiah they were expecting or wanted. Crucify him, they shouted again and again. Staggering under the weight of a wooden cross, Jesus was led up to the Mount of Crucifixion just outside the city wall. And there, in between two criminals, our Lord and Master was put to death. Some of the women disciples were there watching from a distance. They saw Joseph of Arimathea, who was a respected member of the Sanhedrin and also a disciple of Jesus, although probably a secret one, given his position at the temple. They saw him come up and speak with Pilate. Joseph asked for Jesus' body so that he could give him a decent burial before nightfall. He took the body and carefully wrapped it in a new linen cloth and laid Jesus' body in his own new tomb he had just had cut out of the rock. Two of the women, both called Mary, were sitting opposite as a large stone was rolled across the entrance to the tomb to seal it. They went home and prepared spices and perfumes which were used on dead bodies to be a final act of service to their friend. And there was silence. No words could be found to describe what we had just lived through. We sat in stunned silence throughout the Sabbath Holy Saturday, grieving for our Lord and Master. And there was silence. In the depths of our isolation, we cry to you, Lord God, give light in our darkness and bring us out of the prison of our despair through Jesus Christ, our Lord.